Ain't gonna be what they find in kid. Now Dirty Bill Clint fronted me some weight. Told me keep two, bring him back eight. And I only brought him five and held on to three. Do you think that clamp the sickest goons on me? See Martell Holmes, that's my claim to fame. Where I learned my slickest tricks in the hustling game, like my fate. I call it living head to life. That's when you lick off all the yellow and you sell the water. Right. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Thursday, November the 4th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, <clears throat> hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, my hot take has to do with the World Series winning Atlanta Braves. Um and my hot take is about Freddie Freeman, uh, America's favorite child right now. My hot take is I do not trust Freddie Freeman. Okay. I do not, I do not believe that he's as likable and good-natured and beloved uh, as everybody says. Right. I think he has a really good publicist, and he's probably like kills puppies behind right. closed doors. Right, right, right. I like- I'll take it a step further. I feel like he's the Atlanta Strangler. I think yeah. that Freddie Freeman is actually a serial killer with a really good publicist. Right. That was like. In and, and he's good at baseball. <laughs> and he's good at baseball, too. Like the Atlanta Strangler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're good. An Atlanta Strangler. Yeah, they can never they can never track him down because he's always wearing batting gloves. You know? There you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's got to be a baseball themed serial killer, right. right? It's just that nobody is as good as this guy. Everyone's like, "This is the best guy in the world." It's like, "Fuck you!" But like, no one is as good as this guy. You, you know, know like I mean? half of the half of the MLB's like Instagram or whatever, like their social, whatever, like the digital package that MLB has decided to run with, is talking about what a great guy Freddie Freeman is. Yeah, it's That's like what they do with Anthony Rizzo too. I hate Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, but Anthony Rizzo, I don't think comes across as squeaky clean as Freddie Freeman. Okay, what did you think no about? No one's as squeaky clean as this guy. That's right. all I'm saying. Right, there's something suspicious about him. What did you yeah. think about Jock Peterson and his like old lady pearls and his red wine at the celebration? I thought it was I, didn't, I didn't get that. I thought the dichotomy was kind of funny with like, you know, all these Southerners who are like, "Oh, fucking Indians, we can do whatever we want." Oh, but let's put on these pearls. I hate transgenders. You know, it's like this whole kind of like, <laughs> like this weird. They're sort of like you realize that you're kind of telling the line and sort of you're. I mean, okay, good for you. Like bravo for making steps as far as like not conforming to tra- you know to gender norms. But you, I think you're still racist fucks. <laughs> right. So are you? But like, if you talk to them about the fact that they were kind of dressing like a lady, they would probably freak out. Right. You know what right. I mean. But it's like an old Southern lady. That's okay, right? That's what they do at all those dilettante balls. Oh, nice shirt. Thanks. I've got got mine on too. Thomas, we need to get you a dump on the ump shirt. Oh, sure. Yeah, for sure. Sam's wearing his. I'm wearing mine, but it's under my work shirt because I had work today. Party in front. Uh, I mean, work work in front, party in back. Exactly. Um, Also joining us as per usual is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? Uh, It's going pretty good, Joel. I'm coming to you from... Still kind of weathery Seattle, imagine that. Um, and my hot take for this week is also baseball related. We're getting it out of the way early. Uh, in, uh, I don't know if anybody will remember this. I, I feel like we need to do a recap episode. I, th- I think we should talk about all this stuff, but, and I could brag more about it, but in our, in our initial preview of the series, I picked the Atlanta Braves to win the World Series over the New York Yankees. Well, I missed on the New York Yankees. I did correctly pre- predict the winner of the World Series. Yeah. But don't That's worry. Impressive. Don't worry, everybody. I'm not going to let it go to my head. Right. <laughs> I, I, I would probably have assigned about as much uh, validity to a Braves playoff run as a Mariners playoff run in August. So I, I had given up on that ship. As soon as Ronald Acuna went down and uh, Sorotka, they also lost Sorotka, Mike Sorotka really early in the season. Like, So anyway, good, good job me, but don't worry, guys. I'll still be yeah. regular old Thomas. 
If you if you had put some money down on that bet, like mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season, you'd probably be a rich man right now. Or mid-season Super when they rich. were like 10 games under 500. That's true. Yeah, that's the crazy thing about the Braves is that they were dead in the water in like the beginning of July. Right. I, I would have been right. smarter to do it. If I had done it in the middle of the season, you're right. I would have stood to win more. I think I still, I mean, there was still probably like one to eight, 18 to one odds probably on Braves, right? I think at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, AL, I mean, NL East was kind of a crapshoot, but I think they were favored overall at the beginning of the season, but nobody really. They, 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 no, they were, they were projected to be third in the NL East. Behind who? By who? Behind. Uh, the Phillies and the Mets, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, what happened the Mets? By baseball? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I just remember that because I did the NL East preview. Yeah. We're never and and we all picked them to win the division, but they were, like, really projected low by the powers that be. Probably fan graphs. That's usually what yeah. we're getting those previews. Probably fucking, what's his name, Willie Page or what's that guy's name? Oh, Woody Page, the guy Woody who... Page. who Boned us on Twitter like three years ago. No, we burned him. Yeah. 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 We burned his ass. Right. (laughs) I think it was. He's on that stupid yelling show on ESPN. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, he's stupid. Yeah. He, uh, at one point, was like, Who do you got winning the NL East? And me and Joel were talking about it. And we said, The Braves. And then he's like, You guys are stupid. You're stupid. Or some what? stupid shit like that. I think you know, exactly. that's the way he speaks. In what communication, like what world were you communicating with Woody Page? Twitter. Twitter. Oh, with Dump on the Ump. The Dump yeah. on the yeah. yeah. We've communicated with lots of semi-famous people on Twitter. And then they, and then like four months later, the Braves won the division. We tweeted back at him. Yeah. Burned his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Woody Page. So, yeah, so basically we own Woody Page. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not the hot take though. That's, no. No. <laughs> but that's just a reminder. That's just a yeah. fact. That's just a that fact. Is a fact. Yeah. Woody. <laughs> you know he hate listens to this podcast. Oh, him. Yeah, he's listening to it with Putin right now. Yep. <laughs> at Putin's house. They're just, like, <laughs> just sitting at Putin's feet. Yeah. Drinking white Russians. It's like, how do you like my speakers built into the wall? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we have that at my house, too. <laughs> what do you think? so fucking annoying. I hate that guy. I'm glad oh, you guys hate, are, are not friends with him. Right, no. Yeah. No, we, no, we own him. Yeah, we own him. I guess that, I mean, that by de facto, I own him. Right, also. exactly. <laughs> yeah. You, you nice, step nice to finally own Woody Page. Right. <laughs> I always hated that guy. Hey, my name's Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Um, my hot take tonight, speaking of people who suck, Brett Gardner, outfielder for the New York Yankees, he declined his $2 million, I think it was $2.3 million player option, and the Yankees declined his $7.1 million team option. So Brett Gardner, age 37, is now a free agent, and I fucking hate that guy. That guy sucks. Oh, so fucking what Who's going to give him a job? Nobody's going to give him a job. What was, what was the what was the team option? The team option was seven million dollars one year. One year. Yeah. He bought, and he doesn't think that he 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 thinks that he's worth fucking seven million dollars. Well, the player make... option was two million dollars, so he declined the two million dollar player option. I think it was two point three million. He's he not. Worth... Should have, he should have picked that up. Yeah, that's more money than he's going to get from anybody. Exactly, he's maybe the worst like regular day player in the all major league baseball, at least the American League. And he seems like a total shit man. And he's a total shithead. Exactly. Yeah. And then and he's like, always thrusting his hips at people through their television sets, <laughs> like a huge perv. <laughs> that might be my favorite. Thing like a big tease. Him. That's like all big, he is. Big wait, tease. Wait, is he a tease or a perv, Sam? This is like oh. five years ago. <laughs> We're really going down the way back. Some lady became like cult, like became obsessed with Brett Gardner to a cult-like degree, and thought that he was. Secretly sending her sexual she messages. Was, she was stalking him. She was stalking him. Wasn't yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a legitimate stalking scenario. Yeah. She so was an unstable woman. <laughs> Danny, 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 
You can pick anybody in the world to stalk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What part of mentally unstable are you not getting, Thomas? (laughs) I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. She was extra mentally unstable. (laughs) Like, stalking is weird, but stalking Brent Gardner is like... Oh man, I fucking hate that guy so much. So hopefully he's retired. And then dumbass Yankee fans, what are you gonna bet that they go on the internet, start arguing that he's a Hall of Fame worthy center fielder? Because yeah. dumbasses. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they do think that though, because they think that bad players are good. Exactly. That's like that's like their thing. That's their thing. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hate him so much. Um I we're going to move on. Do you guys have any other uh, MLB World Series hot takes? I kind of thought uh, we had just, more to say about this. I feel like I should just give a quick shout out to Jerry Remy, who passed oh, away oh, this week. Yeah. Um, long time. He was the broadcaster for the uh, Nesson, the Red Sox baseball network for like 30 years, most of my lifetime. Uh, and he lost a uh, battle with cancer this week. Um, so R.I.P. Jerry Remy is a complicated guy, um, but, you know, a good a good broadcaster. So had he been with the team last last season? I, I can't remember. Yeah, he left. So he got his first cancer diagnosis in like 99 or something. And he's been or maybe it was 2009. I don't know. He's been he's it, it was like his fourth relapse of or yeah, relapse of cancer. So I don't know if they call it a relapse, but. Um, how old was he 68 uh so anyway yeah he threw out the first pitch of the yankees red sox um wild card game and he like had an oxygen tank with him and then he passed this week so Uh, anyway long long career with the red sox um called a lot of great great games and he was good in the booth i think that you know, he was funny and you know, kind of curmudgeonly. And, um, the, the, the tone and the timbre of a broadcaster, a sports broadcaster, is like, stri- strikes all the nostalgia points. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. like, it's like, I only lived in Seattle since 98, but when Dave Meehouse died, I was like, whoa. You know, like, because you, you the, this, the sound of his voice and the, that, like, it's so, especially with baseball, that sort of is like, so in the background for so fucking long you know what i mean it's like half the year over half the year is this guy talking in your ear or in the background yeah. you're doing something else or like you know what i mean and it's sort of totally. like it, it brings all these kind of it's like the sense of smell being super nostalgic yeah. it's like i think the sound of a broadcaster is vin scully i mean like listening to the sound of vin scully's you know what i mean like you know i'm not even a dodger fan but like just sort of listening to the sort of i don't know yeah that's heavy yeah yeah Um, yeah, it's a big part of like you know just the whole because he started in 89 and the red sox were just pretty bad for a long time and and he he kind of called it all the way through the the end of the curse days and into the kind of you know elite days and he was good um he got he got you know he got along with the players really well and <clears throat> had good good eye for the game. So, and it's going to be weird to not have him in the booth next season at all. Yeah, I wonder what the the, the dynamic because him and the other they, they, like there there was a duo, right? Like that was yeah, but they had been they'd been kind of phasing him out for the past couple of years because Dennis Eckersley does the same job, oh, um, and his health had been. Not great for a couple of seasons. And Dennis Eckersley, I like him. He does a good job. You do? Oh, okay. Yeah. He's good. I was going to say, I was going to be like, well, I'm going to Dennis Eckersley had died. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think Dennis Eckersley's a turd. Anyway, but we're just changing. I'm just trying to change the subject. I didn't want Sam to start crying or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we're close. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, he's done something. It, Jerry Remy's done some things that have disendeared him to me, but it's still it's still a sad passing for all that he's meant for the Red Sox. And yeah, that's tough. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, Red Sox. Hi, Red Sox. He'll be, 
You just go polish one of your World Series titles. (laughs) (laughs) The most rewarding part was when we won all those championships. (laughs) When are the Braves? So can the Braves now change their name to the Hammers? Well, I think they could. This would be the good opportunity to do so as winners, right? And with like the passing of Hank Aaron and tribute to Hank Aaron, we're changing the name to the Hammers. And it's like, you wouldn't even have to change the fucking logo. And you could just change all those stupid red tomahawk things to a fucking hammer. And you could even, if a guy on Twitter I follow is even saying you could start playing Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. And like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, (laughs) they would have a great tradition there but i think that there are a lot of racist atlanta braves fans who aren't going to hurl but just our history right exactly southern tradition that they started in like 1993 or something like that yeah yeah fuck them uh but fuck the actors also this was actually like did you guys think the world series was well played because i thought mostly it was but i was still completely uninterested in the I had a hard time maintaining interest. Yeah. Also, I watched. I, it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it, it was a weird postseason because everyone starting pitching sucked. Yeah, but I just feel like whatever team had the best starting pitching kind of won their series, and the Braves had the better starting pitching in this yeah. one. Next, that week. was kind of it. It didn't. I mean, it didn't really feel. It felt like the Braves were kind of in the driver's seat the whole time to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were, the Braves looked remarkably like, I, I mean, they, they like all the pieces just hit right. I mean, Jorge Soler, man, I had him on my fantasy team. <laughs> he was terrible this season, but he just, just was destroying balls this postseason. I had, and like, he is a, he was, that is a he, big man. Yeah. He's fucking huge. Yeah. And Eddie Rosario was just destroyed. Like, what the hell? Like, I he was on my fantasy team at one point here, too. But he had a terrible season, but he fucking turned it on in the postseason. And they all kind of turned it. Adam Duvall had a great postseason. Like, where the fuck did like I don't know? It's a it's a such a weird like they they ended you looking back, they by far won the trade deadline, but you know, you wouldn't have said that until they won the World Series. You know what I mean? Like if they'd if they had not made it into the playoffs, you wouldn't be talking about Eddie Rosario or Jorge Soler. Yeah. <clears throat> I like Eddie Rosario. I've always liked him. I threw him yeah. off real bad against the, he, the, the, the Twins were playing the Mariners, and he got a bad jump on a ball, and I was riding him about it from the left field. I were there with my my buddy, and I was like, you you better get a good start this next one. You better get going in. And, like, he ended up over i don't remember what he did he totally misplayed a ball and it was totally my 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 dude my <laughs> friend that was with me he was like you did that to him you fucker i like to think thomas that there are secret player meetings where they meet and talk about this asshole who sits in left field at seattle mariners games that's why i've always kind of wanted to meet a mariner and be like do you know who i am right yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, you're that asshole who made Eddie Rosario miss. And I'd be like, no, I'm single-handedly responsible for at least two of your wins and probably yeah. like 14 of your losses. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I think I have a career like war of plus four. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fan war. We need to start calculating that. That would be awesome. <laughs> If I compiled my win-loss record, I don't think I would be in, a, in over 500. But you're the only one that got other Mariners fans to start trying to get you to shut up, right? I mean, I've had to go both directions. I've gotten the whole section cheering with me the same, right. you know, like I've started cheers that changed the whole game. Dang. I've also been, yes, yelled, yelled at very much so by people around me. Did I tell you guys I punched that lady in the head? Wait, what? No, because... <laughs> Like last week, we had the time you punched that mascot who was hitting on your girlfriend. I never actually- punched him. I oh. I just I, I I just kind of gave him a hard look. Uh, no, no I punched punch a lady in front of me the other day. <laughs> what? One of the okay. last games I went to, the Mariner games this year, it was a super exciting game. I went with like three of my buddies, and we normally are pretty actually out of control, but this time we we're actually kind of pretty mellow by our standards but we're still yelling and like yelling the whole game but anyway so i'm behind this lady and she's like she's game she was kind of annoyed by me but i could tell but she was like whatever he's just yelling just it's just right behind my head like she put on her hat and like she was sitting there and like i don't remember what happened but somebody got a base hit and i stood up 
and like threw <laughs> my fist forward and I fucking punched her right in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the most embarrassing moment. That great? No, I was like, I mean, I obviously stopped cheering. I had to miss a very exciting part of the game, but no, no I immediately was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." And he was like, "What the fuck?" I, was like, I got excited and I jumped up. I didn't mean to, you know, explain the whole thing. <laughs> and she and i was like oh like oh my god i don't know what to say like i'm so terribly sorry that was honestly honest mistake and luckily there was an extra beer there i was like here can i give you this beer and she was like that'll make it better and i was like okay here he goes she's like thanks and i was like so you know like so sorry and all my friends were like he's really not a dick like (laughs) (laughs) he's not punching you in the back of the head on purpose and go to man news fans games punch people in the back of the head (laughs) Oh man, there's a footage of a guy getting punched in the face in the Mar- at a Mariners game that was fucking intense. Yeah, that's something I think we talked about a little, but not quite enough. Like coming out of COVID quarantine, how rowdy like the Bleacher fans were constantly. I thought mm-hmm. every week you had a different video of somebody just getting fucking wailed in the in the outfield. Yeah, this one was right behind home plate, but it was for not oh, right wow. behind. Yeah relatively behind behind home plate but like up kind of underneath the overhang but it was like yeah this big it was a big guy and a guy that looked like he was a boxer Um, oh i saw that and he got him like twice and the the guy got clocked and stood kept standing which was kind of gnarly but anyway right the other guy didn't swing back right he was just standing there no but yeah and he was like looking like a real dick <laughs> yeah no no it, he was it was definitely like a go ahead punch me sort of thing yeah he was goading him i mean you could tell that yeah. something had been going on already and there was like a smaller guy and then there was like a big guy in the middle like a big latino dude with a like kind of goatee who was like kind of like he looked like he was like moderate like he would look like a fight referee <laughs> i saw that, that on instagram yeah there's a bunch of there well, you're right joel there was and then there's a bunch of i mean there's people are horny lots yeah, of bad people are horny and like need to get into fights because they've been pent up for a year and a half yeah it's a bad combination honestly the thing I that mean, right. i always wonder how often do these bros go to baseball games or football games or whatever and think they're gonna fight someone but they end up fighting a dude who's actually like mma trained or like is actually a boxer like those are the funniest fights where the one dude thinks he's gonna kick this guy's ass and then it turns out, oh no, the other guy is trained. Then this is gonna end real bad. <sighs> yeah. I feel like I see a lot of fights, like things that are like this little guy who just starts punching this big guy. And you're like, oh my God, this little guy is gonna beat the shit out of this big guy. And then the big guy just like <laughs> stands up, blocks <laughs> him. Yeah. <clears throat> That's Man. why I don't get into fights. I let Sam get into fights for me. Anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of which, though, Sam, we got to give a shout out to Big John, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, our buddy Big John, who's training sparring partner, I want to say, won the UFC. I think he's a coach. Yeah. Yeah, won the, we don't know, John, but won the UFC, uh, I want to say, welterweight championship this last No, week. light heavyweight. Light heavyweight. Mark Teixeira, right? Or no, no that's game? a baseball player. No, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Glover to Glover Teixeira. To share. Yeah. yeah. Right. Glover to share. Sorry. Shout out to Mo. Sorry, Big John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Big John. He was my rugby coach and all around excellent, excellent dude. And is now a UFC coach for Glover to share, the reigning light heavyweight champion of the world at 42 years old, too. Yeah, that's cool. And he was yeah. the bouncer at the only college ball in town. Right. Yeah, sounds cool, too. Um, also shout out to everybody who listened to last week's episode. Thanks very much. Uh, the B block, Thomas, you, we, we were talking on the B block about like the loneliest cities and we kept saying Seattle and we were like, Oh, Thomas really needs to be here for this conversation. Doesn't it? And the loneliest city. Well, the conversation started, which team has to travel the furthest and it's by all of the Seattle Mariners. Well, yeah, <clears throat> it was which team is the furthest away from the next closest team, right. and it's Seattle by like a lot, by like 
300 yeah. miles or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're out on an island. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Which is why nobody wants to go play in Seattle. Right. Yeah. Which is why people don't want to play in Seattle. That's what Joel said. Yep. Yeah. He's just re-emphasizing that point. Which Shout is out why to- people don't want to go play in Seattle, including Kyle Seeger and Yusei, Yusei Kikuchi. Right. They did well. Seeger, we knew was going to happen. Kikuchi also declined his, his option. So they were both yeah. free agents. Yeah. I'll give a shout out to those guys. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks to our yeah. listeners in San Francisco, Champaign, Illinois, Mountain View, California, Danville, Vermont, Perth, Australia, Ashburn, Virginia, Bend, Oregon, San Jose, Muhammad, Illinois, Boston, Massachusetts, LA, Providence, Pittsburgh, Kent, Washington. Simi Valley, California, Barcelona, Portland, Oregon. Thanks for listening. Be sure to uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Dump on the Up. You can also listen to us on all your uh, podcast listening devices. And Apple. Was that in Kent, Washington? Kent, Washington. Yeah, where is Kent that? with a K. Yeah. Do you know where that is? I don't know Somewhere where around is. around here. Is it like Seattle area? Yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to Bad Guy Radio. They had me on as a guest this week. Uh, the first time I've been on a different baseball podcast. And so I want to give a thanks to those guys. Um, I feel like you're different now. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Right. And where's my invite? I know. I need Bad to guy it. radio. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah. Bad guy radio. They have uh, .fm and I think iHeartRadio. I assume they're on Apple Podcasts. Thanks to Mac, Justin, and Junior for having me on. What, they, uh, what are you on there for? White Sox. We talked White Sox. We talked about a good... I talked a lot of shit about Derek Jeter, which is good because I fucking hate Derek Jeter. Yeah. And um, we talked about uh, who was better, who was like, why Bo Jackson was the best two-way, uh, two-sport player of all time, beating Deion Sanders. We kind of all agreed about that. Bo Jackson. Um, Bo Jackson, yeah. And then... They don't like Yoan Moncada, and I had to go and defend the honor of Yoan Moncada today. So that was difficult. Um, Why? He's good. Is he a bad guy? No, I like him. They don't like him. They think he sucks. They have, I, they, have they seen his music video? I don't think so. They should appreciate well, his music video. <laughs> was that part of your rebuttal? Yes, of course. <laughs> Um, He's the only Major League Baseball third baseman with a Latin pop music video, so. <laughs> That's got to count for something. So far. Yeah. The other thing we talked about, Buster Olney is, uh, not Buster Olney, fuck that guy. Buster Posey retiring and whether or not he's going to the Hall of Fame. And oh. I realized that Hall of Fame conversations among baseball fans, are we keep having them because there's no answer. Like, you just go around and around and around in circles forever. And that's why they seem so unfulfilling to me. Buster Posey was great. I'm going to miss Buster Posey. He seemed yeah. like a weirdo, but I'm going to miss him. Why do he seem like a weirdo? I don't know. Yeah. I think he's, like, super religious. Uh, I could see that. No. But he's fucking hell of a catcher and had, a, like, I mean, I think a Hall of Fame career. I mean, just. I think because he's a catcher, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. I think if he plays any other position, he's not a Hall of Famer. Or he's just like, he'll, he'd be in the conversation, but would not make it probably. Yeah. Giants Hall of Famer. But I think that as a, as a catcher, because he was a good catcher too, right? He wasn't just an offensive yeah. catcher. He was a no, good he was defensive all around, catcher. All around really good for yeah. multiple seasons. And he's like the only catcher to or like one of two catchers to have a career 300 batting average. No, he's he's wicked good, I think. I put that in Boston speak. I got that, yeah. Do you think Salvador Perez is a Hall of Famer? Yeah, definitely. I see, that's a, that's a less of a de- definite to me. Yeah. Doesn't he have the most home runs of any catcher ever? No. He's the only catcher to have 40 home runs in a season or some shit like that? I don't know about that. He had a good season this year, but his and he was kind of a leader on a decent Royals team, but He's never had offensive production anywhere close to, to, to Posey. Anyway, that's what we talked about. Check out their podcast if you want to, but, you know, check out this podcast first because you're listening to it. Right. <laughs> um, listening to it right now. 
You're listening to it right now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't write questions. That's okay. I'll figure it out. You guys ready for the headlines? You're gonna have to do them if you don't have if you got to write the questions. Yeah, I know. That's okay. <clears throat> All right. Let's shift to football because I hate football. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers tests positive for COVID. Lies about being vaccinated. The Green Bay Packers quarterback and reigning MVP tested positive for COVID-19 on Wednesday and is immediately placed on a 10-day leave, which means that he had tested positive and was unvaccinated against the virus. If he had been vaccinated, he could have gotten another test instead of being immediately placed on the whatever IL. Yeah. Uh, in August, Rogers was asked by the press if he was vaccinated, and his answer was, yeah, I'm immunized which probably wasn't a lie in his mind, but sure seems like a, a lie to the rest of us. Question, is that why Aaron Rodgers didn't get the Jeopardy job? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> he, uh... No, because Alec Trebek is dead, so <laughs> they, don't, they don't care about it on that. <clears throat> That's true, actually. I guess that... In the, the only guy they of... would care about protecting was gone. Dead dead already yeah. right and the guy they did give the job to was so much worse right it's like who did they give it to they gave oh. it to some guy and then like it, he his had a problematic twitter thread or something like that and, yeah. or no he was on a podcast where he was talking about how women aren't as smart as men or something like that and <laughs> classic it was it well, was gotta remember really to do bad. that this off season our women are not as smart as men Right, we realize that if we ever want to make it big in Hollywood, we're going to have to destroy all of these dump on the episodes. If you want a life in politics, Joel. Yeah. You're going to have a rich uh, archive of all my problematic baseball opinions. <laughs> we could um, never vote for it. We could never elect a president who didn't think that Derek Jeter was the greatest <laughs> Yankee of all time. <laughs> Uh, God, he's but the worst. Aaron Rodgers has kind of fucked the Packers over here, hasn't he? Well, like I, Aaron Rodgers is, I keep going back and forth on Aaron Rodgers, man. I can't tell if he's like a just total piece of shit or like not a piece of shit. But now I'm like, I think he's kind of a piece of shit. But like, like he's estranged from his family, which to me is always intriguing, right. especially because it was recently. Like it was like involving his girlfriend you know, who I think he's broken up with now or something, but I'm just conjecting, you know, I'm just like projecting what I think from tabloids. So I was like, maybe he's cool. And like his family are just a bunch of assholes, but now I'm like, maybe his family are cool. And he's just a fucking asshole. I think that he said that he went, uh, he went underwent an alternative COVID immunization treatment. And I have no idea what that means, but <clears throat> it sounds to me like he maybe got in deep with like Herbalife or yeah. like one of these like homeopathy, homeopathy health, like mute, maybe uh, he's like a, a subscriber to the goop philosophy right. with Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow you know what I mean yeah. and it's like he's, some Calif weird he's a California guy he comes yeah. in California that like super he's like, I like jam yeah. this crystal up my ass for 48 hours and like now I am no longer susceptible to COVID-19 or something like that you know and meanwhile, take that crystal out of there before you play football. <laughs> yeah, it was only 48 hours. It was only 48 hours. Right, but somehow Aaron Rodgers ages terribly and Tom Brady does not age at all creepily. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Tom Brady never took his crystal out. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why that's why he runs so funny. <laughs> Uh, people have been comparing Aaron Rodgers to Kyrie Irving, you know, who kind of fucked, we talked about it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. He kind of fucked the Brooklyn Nets over by refusing to get vaccinated. But right. the, whole, the big difference is Kyrie, as fucking crazy or stupid as he is, he was upfront about not getting vaccinated and his crazy opinions for why he's not getting vaccinated. Aaron well, Rodgers. He wasn't lies. really, though. Oh, right. We did talk. He was quiet. Yeah, he went like, and like it wasn't like he's like, no, I'm not getting vaccinated. It's like he skyped into press day, right? And they're like, why are you skyping in? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then everyone's like, oh, you're not vaccinated. No, you're no. Of course you're not vaccinated. You fucking weird conspiracy theory weirdo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he 
Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that guy's deal is. My turd. But the Packers are seven and one. He's the reigning MVP. He had this whole off-season drama with the Packers, right? And now yeah. he can't play for them for at least two weeks. That's fucking <laughs> yeah. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Not an Aaron Rodgers fan, not an NFL fan, but it's kind of a crazy story. How many dudes in the – because, Sam, the other thing we've talked about is how the NFL seemed to be way better at getting its dudes vaccinated than the other sports. Right. Yeah. Seem to be, but I well, think, I think the NBA the- is good too. It's just the MLB is <clears throat> not that great. I mean, the NFL is appearing to have a little bit of, there's a couple wrinkles to it. Like, yeah, like a lot of these guys might not be actually vaccinated. They might just be like, I consider myself vaccinated. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and the NFL is like, sounds good to us. You can play then, bro. And then he gets COVID and they're like, you said you were it. And he's like, I lied. And they're like, all right, now you're suspended. Like, yeah. what they don't give a shit about anybody. At that point, everybody's already been, you know I mean? Like the, the damage is done. Do you know what, uh, oh, fuck, what are they called? Blank citizens. Solvent citizens? Fuck, I'm fucking this up. <coughs> now I'm coughing. I'm fucking up so bad. Uh-oh. People who believe that American laws do not apply to them if they only say, like, I am a, it's not solvent citizen, but it's something like that. Oh, okay. And they're like, I'm on, they're like extreme libertarians in their political ideologies. And they right. don't think the government has any right to enforce any law whatsoever, like drunk yeah. driving or seatbelt wearing, gun ownership or anything. Anything, yeah. I, I'm wondering if uh, Aaron Rodgers might be using that defense for his anti-vaccine. What I think it is, is what's going to actually end up happening probably in a lot of things as we move forward with COVID is that there's going to be like vaccination status is going to be like all talk and no follow through and corporations are going to figure it out first like the nfl is like oh if you just say that you consider yourself vaccinated then we're absolved of any compliant you know any, any complicitness in this endeavor and so then we say you're good you know what i mean mm-hmm. so thereby we're we're in we're enacting a vaccination mandate while not actually doing anything. Right. All the NFL and everybody goes nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And then every all the players go, yeah, see, all you have to do is say this and then you don't have to do it. It's like, I mean, I think it's, it's just with all this vaccine mandate shit that's going to be like, when it actually comes out, if it actually has teeth, I'm going to be really surprised. Yeah. Like people working in the service industry and now are have to start checking for vaccinations, vac- va- vaccination cards, you know what I mean? And it's like, nobody wants to even card people for, you know, alcohol service let alone for a fucking vaccination status it's like it's just an awkward endeavor to to deal to take part in when you're serving people and you're like already working for gratuity it's a shitty start anyway so my my point they're doing that in seattle now yeah and i think i mean they're starting to do it nationally i mean i think the vaccine mandates are starting to come through with like you have to actually start asking for you know the the restaurant is now complicit if somebody is in there you know what i mean like We've been doing that here for a while now. Do people check for vaccination cards? I mean, we have been, and it hasn't really been an issue. I went to a couple places last weekend and they didn't. But they're supposed to. If you go in, if you eat inside, you need to be vaccinated. And if you don't, or if you want to eat outside, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be. But um, I guess I'm not. I mean, I'm in Brooklyn, so it's kind of, it's a pretty liberal bubble. It hasn't been much of an issue yet. But the liberal bubbles are still like, people go, do you, do you, are I mean, I went out to eat once. I don't go out that much, so it's hard for me to know. But I went out to a restaurant with my buddy, me and my, whatever. We went to, a, I went to a place and they were like, you need your back. Do you have a vaccine, vaccinate, vaccine card? And I was like, oh, we left it at home. My sister-in-law is sending us a picture. And she was like, oh, it's fine. You know, it was like, right. It was like, there's, she's not actually, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, show me, I need to see a copy of your vaccine vaccination card. It's just like, yeah, we, we do pictures and there, there are like apps, like they just, you know, it's, we're not super hardcore about it, but yeah. um, Also people are like fairly good sports about it here too. So it's not like a, that's surprising. 
you know, it's not like a, it's not like it, it is, I don't know. I think like, I like it because it's nice that the city mandated it and it doesn't have to be like, you know, if you're concerned about your employees or whatever, and you want them, if people are coming inside, you want them to be vaccinated. It's nice that it came from the city instead of like, oh, you know, make a, you can, you can mandate vaccines inside if you want to businesses you know what i mean i i I guess what i'm saying is i don't i don't think the vaccine the vaccine mandates are bad at all like i think obviously it's good that the the government should be stepping in here and telling people what to do because it's for public health that we make these decisions that's why these people are saying this stuff it's not to control your lives it's to to to, you know to keep you safe so it's like obviously we should heed what they're saying i'm just saying that i don't see that i also see that they're kind of doing it with a not not a nudge and a smile like you know we're gonna do this but you know like don't don't break your back you know what i mean at the end of the day nobody's really that fucking concerned about it because it's right and you know we got to get back to normal or whatever yeah totally i don't know it's interesting i'm not i i I think that we should be a little bit more stringent about it about it but i also understand that there's people that are real pain in the ass about it and that there's a and there's, you know, freedom and all this bullshit that people are going to try and talk about. But ultimately, in everyday life, when you're just like checking IDs or like just trying to get to the end of your shift, like you're th- that righteous struggle is not the most important thing. Right. Um, That's interesting. I think the NFL and MLB, they were just trying to not be held legally liable. Well, that's what I'm saying is everybody else is just trying to toe this line that is in with the right on the right side of legality. So the NFL can be like, oh, well, we said this. And the teams can be like, oh, well, we asked this. The player said this. And then the culpability falls down to the player. So ultimately, Rodgers will be fined and by the, I guess he'll be suspended or not suspended. He's just going to be on COVID protocol, right? Like 10 days. He's going to miss two days. I don't, uh, two games. I don't know if it's official suspension or not. That's a good question. So, I mean, like, that's the other thing is, like, he's so he straight up lied. Yeah. Yeah, right. He totally lied. Uh, you guys want to talk about the Mets? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about just, the Mets. Okay. I just, I was uh, Googling Salvador Perez and Buster Posey have pretty similar career numbers. Um, if Buster Posey's been in the league two years longer, in about, in two years, Salvador Perez will have about the same numbers as Buster Posey. What about defensive catching? No idea. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, def- defensive metrics are dog shit. Right. right. Sal Perez is a good defensive catcher, though. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that the the, the connect the uh, comparison is necessarily super off base. I just think that Buster Posey is better. Yeah. Right. But that's <clears> also <throat> I'm also extremely biased. Sure, sure. He has he has a better batting average, and then the rest of I their love batting are, are average. Pretty, <laughs> I know the rest of their numbers are pretty on point. The only stat that matters: batting average and wins, and saves. Oh, and saves! I forgot that saves. Right, good point. I right, let's talk about my favorite uh, hot flaming circus color sports franchise, the New York Mets. It's the off season, but the Mets are gonna met. The New York Mets fired their interim GM, Zach Scott, on Monday, two months after he was put on administrative leave for getting a DUI in white claims, which, Sam, I think you can back me up. That's the dumbest fucking city to get a DUI in. in <laughs> you got um, Yeah. White Plains listeners, fuck you. Um, also, <laughs> he's the interim GM because they had fired their previous GM, Jared Porter, in, I believe, February over sexual harassment accusations, which we also talked about at the time. So in addition to this, the Mets have been unable to hire a new president of baseball operations after they expressed interest in Brewers GM Matt Arnold, Dodgers assistant GM Brandon Gomez, Cardinals GM Mike Gersh, and Blue Jays president Mark Shapiro all of whom passed on the job. Now, I want to talk about this, but first, my question to you guys is, how confusing must it be when you go to those winter meetings with all the GMs and you're standing in a room with Mark, Mike, 
Matt, and Brandon. <laughs> right. Like, like Brandon and have like they all just have to have oversized. Hi, my name is like name tag stickers. You know. Yeah. Brandon. I was, I was just think I was in a meeting on the San Francisco Giants mound in the sixth inning. Oh yeah, totally. What the A's, but. Um, Oh yeah, like, Mark Hanna. Mark Hanna came and dined in Seattle yesterday. Oh, nice! Did you see him? No, he put it on Twitter though. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brandon is excluded because his name is too ethnic sounding. Brandon uh, Crawford. <laughs> so what's up with the Mets? Like, I wouldn't take a, a job with the Mets right now. They're a hot garbage fire of hot dumpster fire of a franchise. It totally makes sense to me that all these dudes are passing on this job. You're in New York. You're the second best team or the second most popular team in New York City. You have tremendous pressure on you to succeed. And you've got a dysfunctional franchise system that's not going to support you. Why would anybody right. want to <clears throat> What I don't understand is why is this guy Sandy Alderson or Alderson? Why is he still around? I think because he's Steve Cohen's good drinking buddy from back in the day. That's my but no, but he was there before Steve Cohen. Right. He's been running the Mets for years now. He's bad. And it just seems like if you're gonna enough's enough. Enough's enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get rid of this guy. <clears throat> but I don't know. Yeah. Um, I the think Mets that made the World weird. Series in 2015, right? Yeah, they lost to Kansas City and Salvador Perez. I know. Yeah. I I do think it's weird that somebody well, I just I don't understand because it's definitely these guys who turned the job down, it would have been a really pretty large promotion for them. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um so there's got to be something that makes it very unappealing, and it's probably Steve Cohen. It's the, yeah, it's probably Steve yeah. Cohen. Like if Steve Cohen is literally driving up to your house with a dump truck full of money, and you're like, no, I'm good, bye. Right. I wonder if he's saying like, I wonder, he probably wants to have some <clears throat> direct like oversight, you know? Sure he does. And he's not a baseball man. That's my guess. Is that he's like, okay, but I get all final say on personnel or some stupid shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Your authority as GM or president of baseball operations would be undermined at every angle, every level. Right. Yeah. But I, you know, yeah. I don't see the Milwaukee Brewers being in, like being able to match the salary that the New York Mets could give you. Except they made yeah, like why don't you just go there, get your ass kicked for a few years, and then go somewhere else? Right. Do your best to not get arrested in white planes right. <laughs> for like sending pictures of your junk to a foreign news correspondent. Right. <laughs> no, that you got to know how to pick them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and they're just a hot mess. Yeah, I have one thing. You know who they've got for free agents this year because they've got. Uh, I think Strowman's a free agent, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Baez, I think, is a free agent. Yeah. yeah. Is uh, Carrasco? I don't know. We didn't pitch this year at all. Okay. So they've got a lot of big decisions to make on that team. If I were, but I mean, player, they still got Conforto. Is, it, is Conforto a free agent? I don't know. I don't think so. Alonzo's still signed. I mean, they got Francisco Lindor still signed. <laughs> it's just going to be like, Steve Cohen eventually is going to be like, I'll do it myself, you know, and he's just going to be. (laughs) Right, right. Which is when we step in as general manager and president of baseball operations of the New York Mets. Yeah, just like right before the trade deadline when he realizes he's over his head. Right. Right. Or we'll take the job now, Steve Cohen, if you're listening. Right. Or Vladimir Putin. You have my number, probably. (laughs) Get it from Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Uh, He definitely has it. Hot Mets. They're a hot Mets. Hot Mets. Hot Mess Mets. Yeah. Yeah. And that's embarrassing to publicly have a bunch of people turn down your 
Right. Clearly on paper, better job. You know? you know, on second thought, I'll just stay in right. Milwaukee. After, <laughs> after meeting with you, I will decline this opportunity. I'm going to go back to St. Louis. Consideration. St. Louis is beautiful in the summertime. I'm good. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Arch? It's amazing. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Oh my God! Although uh, St. Louis does have the world's best baseball fans. Who, St. Louis? Yeah. Have you seen that Twitter? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's not talking about. World's most mediocre baseball fans. No, this, this, no, is it called world's best baseball fans? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. And they're just the worst. Yeah, it's all the worst, horrible things you've ever ever read. God. It's like, oh, is, it all, all, is it all St. Louis? Like, yeah, it's all St. Louis. It's all Cardinals fans being like super all, racist or just like weirdly like. All the comment sections, like when like players say something like the, like shots of the comment sections, it's just like, oh my God, these people are horrible. Yeah, like yeah. telling Jack Flaherty to like shut up and oh God. What does it call Thomas? World's best baseball fans? World's or? best baseball fans. Yeah, world's With, best baseball fans. I think, yeah. Yeah, no, it's pretty funny. It's pretty, yeah, Cardinal fans, look out, especially on the internet. They're mean. They're mean fuckers. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta wrap this up. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, once again, if you listen on Apple iTunes, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. You can also listen to us on Spotify and or SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump and Facebook at Dump on the Ump. We also have an Instagram account. Um, yeah. All right. Happy off season for Thomas and for Sam. My name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Well, if him and me gets pussy, I'll be being the wide receiver. The player to be IG will make up people believe us. Sipping on Quavo, go off in the club, fucking what? Calling them crow snitches and folding my leaves up when I'm too sober. Yeah, hold up. Now I'm almost sleep. Wanted to live the life of cat.